You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good afternoon. Uh, this is episode 11 of the Berkeley Local Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Johnson, owner-operator of Motor City Brew Tours, a tour company in the metro Detroit area. And I have another great local Berkeley business on the show today. I'm excited to have Dr. Sarah Kirsch. I always sound important when I introduce a doctor. <laughs> Sarah, why don't you give me a brief little introduction and we'll get into what your business is all about. Okay. So um, I'm Dr. Kirsch. I have a business, like you said, in Berkeley called Balanced Health and Wellness. And I'm a chiropractor. I'm also a clinical nutritionist and a functional medicine doctor. So wow. I have a lot of different specialties that I work on in my clinic. And then you I have three other... that on your intro every time? That's a lot to say. <laughs> it is a lot to say. <laughs> um, the, and then I have three other chiropractors in my office. We have three massage therapists. I have one health coach on staff with me at the moment and um, a couple other full-time staff employees. And so, you so have a pretty good team. yeah, I have a great team and a lot of people have been with me for over five years, which is great to say. Isn't that like nowadays to say you had one to be in business five years, congratulations. And Thank two, you. to have folks <laughs> that have kind of stuck in there. That's uh, that can be challenging. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I'm very fortunate. I try to treat them well and, you know, I think I get their respect in return. So. It's working out well for me, but yeah, we've been in business for about 10 years now. So, and uh, you've always been in Berkeley. I was practicing actually in Novi for a little okay. while before I moved to Berkeley. Um, but I've been in Berkeley for the last 10 years. We were actually going to celebrate with a little party back in March, and obviously that didn't happen. <laughs> we're going to have a lot more parties next year for sure. <laughs> we have a lot of makeup parties. I just I just finished my other show for my business, the Beer Tour Guy podcast, and it was North Center Brewing Company in Northville, and he had the same thing. So he goes, we were about to do, we had this special beer release for our fifth anniversary that we were going to jump into, and uh, it's just not the same thing when you can't do it live in front of yeah. everybody. Like that. It's just a different yeah. experience, right? Definitely. So you're in Berkeley, you're right on Coolidge, you're writing kind of the thick of everything on Coolidge. Uh, what brought you over to Berkeley from where you were in Novi and what you were doing over there? So actually, I loved the practice I was at in Novi. It was, you know, it was a great first job right out of school. Um, but what I, I live on this side of town, so I live in Huntington Woods and okay. I would meet people socially and they would say, oh, I want to come see you, but you're all the way in Novi and I can't get out there. So it kind of led me to want to open something on this side of town in addition to what I was doing there. And then really what happened was um, it just started picking up. And then it just at one point just made sense to make the switch and stay on this side of town. For, for doctors, that seems to be a, a story I hear a lot of yeah. you were working in one direction, maybe you lived on the other direction and mm -hmm. at times you split between the two and then maybe one becomes more fruitful than the other. I, I pick that up a lot with specialists that I may go to where there's like one or Novi is definitely an area where you would have that. And then we'd have mm -hmm. the stuff over here or built around where the hospital system is. Right, right, exactly. So a different at, on chiropractors, but the same concept. Right, exactly. And I think really, you know, I was doing both for about three years and then I was just kind of 
overworked and overwhelmed and I needed to get rid of one of them. And it just made sense to go for it out here. And it's worked out very well for me. So. A little less living out of a bag, so to speak, right? Yeah, exactly. Your car Carrying means. stuff back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of can get old. I understand yeah. that. <laughs> for sure. So let's kind of go back to uh, wide eyed and looking to do something professionally. And you chose chiropractic. Why did you uh, go down that road? Kind of give me a little bit of that background. Kind of the why did I do what I'm doing? Okay, so um, I actually started off, I was in college, I was pre-med, and I was heading for medical school, or I was going to um, choose to be a physician assistant. So I was definitely in, in, in patient care <laughs> mode during college. And I had an experience where I was diagnosed with a severe case of gastroenteritis, got really, really sick. Um, and I had gone to a bunch of different doctors and tried a lot of different medications. And my major at the time was nutrition science at Indiana University. And um, I went, you know, was sitting in class one day and my friend was like, you know, if you're really struggling, you should try to go see my chiropractor. And I was like, well, I don't understand, you know, how a back adjustment is going to fix my, my stomach issue. And she, you know, explained to me that he had a huge background in nutrition and functional medicine, and that he would be able to help me, you know, with that background. And so I actually went to him and he gave me some supplements, which, you know, back then nobody had heard about a probiotic before. Now I think it's more common knowledge. Now I can get that um, but, anywhere. Get that at Kroger and yogurt. Yeah, exactly. So now everyone's heard of it. But back then it was it was kind of a foreign concept. Um, but then we, you know, he made some other supplement suggestions just to help my gut heal and just anti-inflammatory um, actions of these supplements. And then suggested I get off of dairy and I was better in just a few days. And wow. so I was kind of eye-opening for me to see how I could use my nutrition education and then actually combine that with the hands-on chiropractic care, which, you know, at, at that time I asked them, what is it like, you know, and then I just started shadowing chiropractors and decided this was a really cool field to get into. And I loved the ability to be able to combine the functional medicine with the chiropractic care, you know, specifically with chronic pain patients. So. So is it a lot of education then kind of getting folks to kind of make that connection? Yeah, I think a lot of people don't make that connection, like just like I didn't, you know, so I can kind of relate to where they're coming from, because I had no idea why they would be connected. But, um, you know, I think with pain comes inflammation and with inflammation comes arthritic change. And so, you know, uh, there's a lot more out there, I think, in the world now. So I think people are a little more aware of the connection between, you know, how we treat our bodies, how we feed our bodies and how we feel. Um, but, you know, it's always a conversation with me when I get in with a patient. I feel like I can, I, I continually need to learn more about it. I mean, yeah. as I've gotten a little older age, we won't state. And um, I feel like it's, it, I feel like there's times where I wake up to like, I feel like I've been doing everything wrong up until this point. And then someone tells me something, a, a professional or just someone who's been through an experience like yourself, uh, where I'm like, oh my gosh, I never thought of things that way. I've been doing this forever wrong. And mm. now I need to rethink everything. It kind of might blow your mind a little bit at times. 
Do mm-hmm. you have that? Do, do patients have that occur a lot in in your line of work? I think patients do. I think doctors do. I think I think there's always new information coming out that we're all kind of being blown away with the changes that it can make. But I mean, I think you know it's just about going easy on yourself and not being too guilt ridden for what you've been doing and just looking ahead and seeing what you could do differently. I feel like, uh, like from a fitness standpoint, I remember I've, I've just gone through a whole series of challenges through COVID. One of which was I had this, like, and I, I won't say it in the, the scientific, the term correctly, but like a calcium deposit over my shoulder kind of mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. affected so much of my body. And mm-hmm. it went untreated or unrecognized for a long time. I really thought it was from a fitness standpoint, I injured myself. And for a long time, I felt like I just needed to maybe lift less weight or do things differently and didn't realize that this was causing all kinds of other pain on my body. And yeah. uh, eventually I had it diagnosed with that where I went to an orthopedic surgeon and he quickly figured that out from a scan and then treated it. Right. And right. I just had my follow-up actually yesterday and he was like, it's a hundred percent gone. And, you know, how do you feel? And he did all these strength tests and I was like a thousand times better. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's so weird because we're in COVID and you can't like hug, kiss, whatever. Not that I was going to kiss the guy, <laughs> but like, I was so happy to like go through this and like have it treated correctly and conceive like the difference it's having on me in, you know, physically, mentally, as a result of that, like I had started to get like this, like where I felt like I just couldn't do things because I was afraid I was going to constantly hurt myself again. Mm-hmm. And, and that was just like one kind of part of it. Right. And without that, so many other things were off in me. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just amazing. Think- when, until you go through that, I don't know, you don't always believe that that's how it works. Right. I mean, I definitely think that that's the what I, why I love what I do is just because I can point that out to so many people and point out how an ankle injury from a long, long time ago could have led to a knee issue that could have led to a hip issue that could have led to a low back issue. And you don't think about it, but if you never rehab the ankle properly, then, you know, you, you could have problems, be dealing with problems from it for a long time ago, you know? So, um, it's, it's nice to know where to look and to be able to educate people on what they can do, you know, to help themselves. And we're always looking in my clinic. That's why I have it on my window. It says treating the underlying cause because that's what we're looking for. We're not just trying to mask your pain with symptom or, you know, with uh, medication, we're just, you know, um, looking to really get at the underlying cause and bring true healing. So do you think a certain percentage of what we'll just focus more on maybe the back Uh, from a chiropractic standpoint, do you think that Mm -hmm. so many people treat that then with drugs, maybe never consult, you know, an expert like yourself on it or have it treated in a drug-free way? Is that Mm -hmm. like a constant, that part of the education is a constant thing to people, or at least to get them to take that step to come in and see you to know that there's this other road that they could take? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we get people all the time that have, you know, gone down that road, and either it wasn't working, or it was working for a period of time, and then stopped working for them. Or they had some other kind of side effect from the medication that they can't tolerate. So, um, you know, it leads people to come in. And then some people are just scared of medication. I'm certainly not anti medication, I will refer a patient for medication if they need it or an injection if they need it. 
but you know, I think it's always good to try to do it without medication first, you know, and then if we can't get there, then we can try other modalities. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, so was it always your plan when you opened up your own practice to kind of have this, you know, multiple service kind of model, meaning you're not just a chiropractor, you're really offering, you know, lots of things here. Uh, was there some <laughs> logic behind that or was it mainly because you had all those interests and thought that's what you want to share with other people? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I had such a great experience with it that I wanted to share it. And, you know, so when I opened my business, it was just, you know, I was an independent contractor in Novi, so I still had to open an, an LLC. And they asked me, what is your business name going to be? And I said, balanced health and wellness, like, <laughs> but it was just me, you know, and, um, and I think that over the years, I've kind of learned, I can't be the specialist in every area and building a really good team to me is critical. And I'm still not done building that team. There's definitely people that I want to add as I go along in the future. And so, you know, looking forward to continuing to grow to, you know, not only have everybody under my roof, that's not, you know, what it's all about, but also meeting with other practitioners in the community that are like-minded so that we can, you know, send patients back and forth um, and really get people the care that they need. Uh, So explain to me the holistic part of it and that you have someone and that's, that's her specialty on your staff. Correct. Like what is, what is, just give me like the one-on-one of holistic and holistic health. You, who, do, who do you mean? The, uh, on my, I don't know. You now, t- are you talking about I the realize, health coach? Now that I looked at my notes, I'm like, what do I mean when I just said that? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Maybe that's what I meant. I'm sorry. Okay. You can yeah, that's okay. I have, well, interviews. I have done interviews before, but I don't know. Sometimes I'm blank <laughs> as I'm saying the question. Well, we have quite a team. So, I mean, I oh, think everybody. I'm sorry. Your have... health coach. So give me an example of like what a health coach would do. How about I'll ask it that way. It's a lot simpler. That's perfect. Say. That's perfect. So, yeah, so I actually, I've been doing these functional medicine consults. So helping people, you know, for example, who maybe have been on taking ibuprofen for a long time and developed stomach issues from doing that, you know, that is just one example. But um, if, if I meet with that person and I tell them, I think you need to go off of dairy or go off of gluten and add in these anti-inflammatory foods, but they have no idea how to cook or they don't know um, how they're going to implement it. You know, I worked with a patient earlier today that has four kids and a full-time job and three of the kids are homeschooling right now due to COVID. And, you know, to, to, for me to just hand her this overwhelming plan of things that I need for her to change in order to her, for her to get better sometimes that can be really, really overwhelming. And I was so excited when I met um, Jacqueline because she is a holistic health coach and she takes my plan and makes it practical for the, for the patient. So she just kind of helps people work it into their life, whether it's going grocery shopping with them, coming over and helping them learn how to cook certain meals or just talking to them on the phone and helping them come up with an action plan week by week so that they know how to achieve what their, you know, what their goals are set for. What a, what a great way to approach it. Meaning you don't just hand them a sheet of paper and say, kind of good luck with that. And I, I I used to, and I think that's what kind of a lot of doctors do. 
just, you know, because they don't have the support built in. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've had patients come in and they say, you know, my doctor told me to lose weight yeah. as if that's like an easy thing to do. You know, like there's, you go Google weight loss, you're going to get a million different ways to do it. And not all of them are right for you. So it's not about only selecting for me, I select what's right for my patient, but then it's also what's right for your lifestyle. And that's where she kind of comes in and helps break it down. And I, you know, I had some patients that ran with my plans and were great. And then I had other ones that would, um, you know, struggle or say, well, I never got around to it. (laughs) And then I felt like I was failing those people, even though I gave them the right information, you know, they weren't able to implement it. So I think, you know, working with her has been so eye opening to me and my patients have been doing so much better ever since. I mean, it really helps you learn more in that process by having Mm -hmm. another great expert in there that you can feed off of. That's a great thing. Yeah. Uh, I have gone to a chiropractor, a different chiropractor in Berkeley before. I did that. uh, My wife and I both did that starting maybe a year and a half ago, kind of taking a Mm -hmm. little break during COVID, but we'll kind of jump back into it. Um, And I have to admit, it was the first time in my life I ever did anything like that now that we're both getting a little older. Um, uh, when, when you see patients with chiropractic care, is there a certain age range when you typically see people come into it that are kind of newbies? Is there sort of a thing that like over the years, is that what you've noticed or does it, is it not, not necessarily a certain age? You understand what I'm asking? It, yeah, I do. It's not, I mean, it's all over the board. It's is funny. It? Cause I, I was working with a marketing person. She's like, who's your target market? And I was like, well, it kind of right. depends on which doctor you're talking to, because I have one doctor who specializes in pediatrics and, um, you know, all of us work with pregnant women. So a lot of times that's their intro is they're getting referred by their OB for back pain during pregnancy. And then they'll send in their spouses and, you know, but I would say there are a lot of people who, you know, we can kind of coast through life and have aches and pains up until the age of 40. And then it seems to be like some of those things become more persistent and maybe are, you know, more in a place where you're ready to reach out for some help between the ages of 40 and 60. I would say it was a very common age for people to come into chiropractic. And then we do have people over the age of 60 as well. So, you know, we don't turn anybody down. We don't necessarily focus on, on one area, but I would say that that is a common age. 40 to yeah, that's, that would be similar for my wife and I, I would mm-hmm. say, but now I look back at it and wish I would have uh, maybe took a consultation a little earlier than that. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, I think that's, It is certainly know, beneficial to get started earlier because yeah. if you can unwind some of these patterns before they become an arthritic problem, you know, it's always better to intervene before you're symptomatic. But I think... I think how many years was I like, you know, slouch constantly, like even on the phone with you, although I, I feel like I need to be doing it better while I'm on the phone with you, just to set a good example. <laughs> so you know, I'm a good person, right? But <laughs> yeah. we're working on posture more and you think, boy, you know, before I had some of that kind of pointed out and a little mm-hmm. better advice, like, wow, you know, eye opening again, kind of like eating at times, like, wow, I was doing that wrong for so long. Holy crap. Right. You right. Know? Yeah, I think it's definitely important to, um, you know, recognize. And that's what we try to do also is just kind of pointing out what are you doing in your lifestyle is contributing to your pain. 
Yeah, now in my case, uh, since 2009, I run a tour company focused mm -hmm. on the beer industry, and I've done kind of bus, bike, walk, and boat events, right, which it has you on your feet or I'm biking or whatever, but I'm drinking, and maybe your diet's not quite where it should be for that. And and then you're in the excitement of you're taking people places to drink and then you drink too much or, or whatever. <laughs> you don't manage that maybe quite the way you should. And right. you know, there, it, it took me a, a number of years into that business to maybe recognize that part of it better. Mm -hmm. Like if I went into a doctor's office and they asked the how many drinks a week question and I was like, I can't answer that, you know, mm -hmm. and now I can, you know, logical answer. But it's <laughs> a while to like figure that part of it out. But it was mainly, you know, that was what you were doing, right? That was your business. That's your focus. Right. Um, right. And it's not uncommon. I mean, even just in as much as people travel these days and, you know, even when you're out to lunch for a business meeting and then you go to a dinner business meeting, and you're constantly you know, ask, do you want to have a drink? Do you want to have, you know, something that's maybe not as healthy as you would prepare for yourself at home? So, you know, there's a lot of different life circumstances that get in the way, but eventually it catches up to you. It's just different points for everybody. <laughs> so true, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I'll bet you if you did a survey now of people who've, you know, been mainly homebound since the March timeframe, except for some of the stress eating things, I'll bet you, you would find that people are focused a bit more on what they're eating as a result of that. I think I am. It's like, I'm a little more controlled with mm -hmm. it, especially when you're maybe not hitting the store as much as you did before. Cause you, you're trying right. not to necessarily do that. Have you noticed that at all with some of your clients? Yeah. I mean, I think there was a lot of binge drinking happening in the beginning, <laughs> like a lot of people kind of in un unhealthy habits in the beginning, just because they were so stressed. And then I think also, having the additional time at home, you know, has kind of allowed people to, I wouldn't say have more time, but um, be able to control a little bit better what's going into their mouth as opposed to dining out. I, I don't mean to harp on dining out because you can certainly oh, dine yeah. out healthy, but there's just more temptations when you're dining out. So yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. I, I think it was kind of like a, a blur in the beginning of the COVID situation. And then I think a lot of people have actually come out with healthier habits. And so, you know, it's been nice to kind of see that change and see that shift. And I think a lot of people just due to the fact that it is a health crisis are more concerned about what their health is like, especially going into the fall, you know, which is typically a season flu season, you know, we're also worried about coronavirus. And so people want to build their immune systems and that starts with improving your diet. So has that part, the nutrition information part of your practice, has, has that become even more valuable? Or, or maybe I'd say more customers asking you about that that maybe didn't before? Yeah, you know, I think I think for sure a lot of people are, are, are expressing more concerns. I also have, um, you know, since this started, we had to decrease our um, number of clinicians working at the same time. So we had less um, shifts available for our chiropractors. So um, because I have this training and background in functional medicine, I decided to take a step back from chiropractic treatment and actually focus more on the functional medicine counseling side, because it's also a service that I can provide virtually. 
And so I just like I'm talking to you right now, I would talk to a new patient and help them work through it. And then I work with my health coach to do that. We all work virtually. Um, And then now I'm back to working a couple of days per week in the clinic doing chiropractic care. So it's actually a nice balance um, for me to kind of do a little bit of both. And I would say that the yeah. And the interest is definitely increasing, you know, year by, I mean, I think it was even prior to COVID, but I think, you know, now people are kind of scared into it in a way. Sure. I think that's a, a, a logical way to say it. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Uh, okay. Huge awkward pause as I was talking. So you do a lot of great stuff. It looks like through Facebook and Instagram with doing videos with folks in your practice and yourself. Um, that's such a great way to get out to customers and clients and a, a way to help communicate. Um, has that been uh, something that you've kind of focused a little more on the last couple of years? Have you always been uh, I was that? never doing it. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, was, I was never doing it prior to this year, actually. It, oh, okay. It was, it was about one year ago that I started doing that. Okay. And I find that, you know, it's kind of helping with, um, you know, it's definitely helping with awareness for the business, but also within the business, the patients that I currently have have enjoyed seeing the content that we're putting out there. And I hired somebody to help me with that. So she kind of you know, prompts me, which has, um, you know, been tremendously helpful because it's not something I could, I have time to really organize on my own, but that's. I wouldn't think you would. And I kind of assume that was the case because I thought (laughs) it looked really, not that you couldn't make it solid, but I'm saying you could tell when someone who kind of knows what's going on is behind the scenes doing it because you you were very active on Facebook and Instagram. And even as I, even as I typically do as another small business owner, I'm, I'm maybe more aware of this. And I go and I look at like, reviews on Google and things like that and that type of engagement and lots of happy customers and looks mm-hmm. like you guys stay on top of what's on there and hats off to you and, and the folks that helped you do that for uh, approaching it that way because I, I believe it makes all small businesses more successful by getting to yeah. interact whether it's online in that way or through mm-hmm. the reviews uh, it you know it makes you better at what you're doing when you're kind of soliciting that feedback. Yeah, it's nice to get the feedback too. And then of course, Isn't you know, it? yeah. And so when you get it and it's written, you know, it's wonderful to be able to share it so that other people can, you know, see that prior to coming in. It just gives them a better taste in their mouth when they walk through the door, you know? Right. So yeah, yeah. As, as I've been really lucky to have help with that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great. Well, you sure got a great team on there. If people want to get more information about you, where should they go? So our website is bewellmi.com. We are actually working on revamping our website right now. So to add more of the functional medicine elements um, as we go forward. And then we're, of course, on social media or on Instagram and and Facebook is where we post the most. Um, And our, you know, our office, like you said, is on Coolidge Highway. So preferably eyewear, correct? Yeah, yeah, right. Da- um, they actually used to be right next door, and then they moved down the street a little bit. Oh, um, that's right. I'm sorry. I was looking no, at that older okay. picture, and I was going to make a crack about it because that was what was on your website. <laughs> and then I totally said that. Right? How funny. Okay. That's okay. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> sorry, Andy. Um, yeah, but uh, and then we are right next door to Vitrine, and then Camelot Cleaners is on the other side of them. So. Nice little community we have. I love, love where I'm at. I, I feel like I've, you know, was so fortunate to 
open up in Berkeley, you know, just with all of the support in the community, the chamber and the DDA and everything that you guys are doing to um, help support local businesses. We certainly do our best to, you know, support everybody else in the community. Even like when our patients get here a little early, we say, go down and shop here, or go grab a cup of coffee here. You know, we just try to do our best to send people to local spots as well. You have another new business right by Virtue there that's about to open. Mm hmm whose name just left my brain as I said that, but I didn't have that written down. <laughs> I wish I, I just actually talked to Kitchen, her the other day. Kitchen Collective? It. Oh, I hope yes. they don't get mad that I said all that wrong. <laughs> That's okay. I wasn't prepared to say that. I'm sure that. they'll get their time when they come yeah. on. <laughs> at, least, at least now when I got you on the phone prior to talking to you last night as we were setting this up, at least I had five seconds to look up what your business was before I got to <laughs> talk to you. So I, yeah. I apologize. I apologize on the phone yesterday, but Darlene, sent me a message and then bam. Anyway, okay. Uh, Dr. Sarah Kirsch, I want to thank you for coming on the Berkeley Local Podcast episode. Thank you. Uh, everyone else, uh, thanks for tuning in. I want to thank the Berkeley Chamber for producing the show and the Berkeley DDA for sponsoring this. Stay tuned for episode 12 where we'll be talking about scones. So thanks a lot, Sarah, again for coming on and everybody enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.